you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast. At Mastermind Parenting, we're on a mission to support strong-willed kids and the families that love them. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein's special Riot in Washington podcast edition. That was a mouthful. Okay, I'm recording this because we had a pretty crazy situation happen this week, and I've had a lot of moms asking me, how do we talk to our kids about this shit show that went down in Washington? And especially when it was all going on on Wednesday, um, obviously it was pretty scary to witness. Like I had a little bit of a 9-11 flashback, which I remember it's like when people in the generation before me talk about remembering exactly where they were when JFK got shot. I remember exactly where I was when 9-11 went down. I don't know if you guys do. Um, But I was sort of having a little bit of that experience um, watching those images uh, all day on, you know, on the television. And so when, when the conversation started in my groups, um, we started kind of discussing it. And, um, anyway, so I want to had, I wanted to use this as an opportunity because I know that the next few weeks are going to be really tense and there's a lot of speculation. And I know that, Many of you guys, including myself, were, you know, were on edge. I mean, the morning that the riots went down, I said to my husband, um, and I don't sit and watch the news. I don't, I rarely watch the news. Uh, My husband mostly just gives me the cliff notes because frankly, I just don't have the bandwidth and, um, and it's just, I don't know. I, I know that the media is a business and they have a big agenda to keep us captivated and to show us the most dramatic pieces. And there's a spin on everything. And whether you're watching, you know, I, I say it's like, do you believe, you know, Anderson Cooper? Are you a CNN person? Or do you believe Fox News? So, um, so many of us just, you know, we're not turning to lots of different resources. We have our main resource and then we think that that's the gospel. And, um, and I know that you have to take it all with a grain of salt and to really, really be, um, properly apprised of what the facts are and to make your own informed decision. Um, it takes a lot of time to really educate yourself. So, I don't, I don't want to 
spend my time doing that uh, because I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So I mostly depend on about three resources, one being my husband, to keep me apprised of, of events. And um, we were talking about it the other morning. My point is, is that it's rare for us to sit around. Like, I'm, he really just gives me the bu- – I'm like, okay, if he goes too far into it, I'm like, just give me the bullets. Just give me the bullets. Um, so we are talking about it, and I said, you know, I ha- find it hard to believe that he's just going to go out without there being drama. And uh, I said, it's just hard to believe. And then that day the riots happened. So, so a mom in my group said later on in the day, it was right around dinner time when the riots were going on, um, how am I going to talk to my kids and address this situation? So this was her post. She says, does anyone have good advice for how to explain to the kids what's happening in DC right now? I've purposely not turned on the TV today, but I'm sure there will be talk and was curious of the best way to discuss. My initial thoughts are saying something like, you know how we talked about okay and not okay ways to act when you're upset? Well, these are not okay. These are the not okay ways. And this is why it's so important for you to learn the okay ways. I'm trying to not, uh, this is, and this is why it's so important for you to learn the okay ways. Then she says, I'm trying to not give my political belief but make it relevant for them and why I care so much about how violence is never okay, even if you're upset and have a right to be upset. Not that I'm saying these people do, FYI. Okay. So that's what she said. And then another mom, Rebecca said, we live about 20 minutes from the Capitol. So it's front and center for us. There were helicopters over us. And when we went for a walk after, when we went for a walk after work, Uh, My kids had some questions, and I could see they were nervous about their own safety. And then Aaron said, I personally have been speaking with my seven-year-old about this for months. I was truly a neutral party and spoke only about facts. Today, I spoke my opinion. Uh, Nay, observations with my son about a bully and sore loser. We had a great conversation, and I truly stayed with the facts as per my observations. In my honest opinion, I want to share this historic time with my family to have the tough conversations. God bless all. Um, And so my immediate response when Annie chimed in was, I said, Annie, the main thing is to check in with yourself before going into teachable moments. Okay. So when she says she hasn't turned the TV on all day, she hasn't done this, but the way what she wants to do is she wants to talk about okay and not okay ways to act. And then she wants to pull it back. And so for many of us, um, many of the people in my community that I work with, um, we all have one common thread. That's we've got a strong-willed child living in our household. And when you have a strong-willed child, there tends to be a lot of reactivity, okay? There's some lagging skills. So quite often things can get heated, explosive, violent. So when Annie said she was nervous about it, but she wanted to go to okay and not okay ways, my immediate thought was when this is going on in real time, like we're not going to seize the day and use it to further our own agenda of why how we can teach our kids that that meltdown they had last week is not okay and we're not going to like 
And even if we think we're being really sneaky and nuanced about it, we're not going to compare them to the freaking lunatic rioters. Okay. So I just wanted Annie to sort of be on to herself, right? Like if you want to immediately go into a teachable moment, and this is the first time you're talking about this and it's going on in real time and we're all, you haven't even fully processed this yet. Like you're not in a position yet to go into a teachable moment. And so, um, and that's actually just using the drama of the day, um, to further your own personal agenda of something you want to accomplish. And I don't think that that goes well. And I don't think that that's actually fair to your kids. So I just kind of wanted to, to, to pull that out. Cause that was my hunch. It, I could be wrong. That might not have she might have been like, no, I was totally calm and cool about it. And I just was, you know, no, we've been talking about this stuff for a long time. Like, so I could be wrong, but that was my hunch. So I wanted, I was like, slow your roll. Um, and so then I said, if you're anxious, like check in with yourself. If you're anxious, like I talked to my friend Allison that day, she was actually, she's one of my informers. And she was like, do you see what's going on on the television? And it was like the afternoon and um, I was like, no, what's going on? I don't turn on the TV during the day. She's like, you got to turn on CNN right now. So, um, you know, I was busy. I was, I was working. I was teaching workshops. I was whatever. And I didn't even know. And so she was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I was talking to her and she had it on. And I was like, just give me the cliff notes. I don't, I'm in my car. I can't turn on the TV. So she's like, oh my God, they're storming now. Oh my God, they're getting through the windows. Oh my God, oh my God. And so she was very anxious, Okay. Notice if you're going, you know, something like that happening in our nation's capital, capital, something that we have never seen before, it is understandable that you're like my friend, Allison, you're going to be anxious. So I wrote, if you're anxious, no talkie, right? And you've got to check in with yourself. You've got to take care of you first. Kid, 77% of communication is nonverbal. So kids pick up on our anxiety. And when the grown-ups, when their grown-ups are nervous or anxious, they feel nervous or anxious. Okay. So, so you got to make sure that you've done your own processing before, especially before you go into any teachable moments or connecting the dots or, you know, using it, you, you know, using it in a way to inform and educate your kids. Okay. So really, really be honest and check in with yourself. If you're anxious, if you've processed through it, if you've held space for yourself, um, if you've talked to other adults to help you kind of keep things in perspective and really understand what this means um, and how, what you believe in moving forward. Okay. So I said, my personal stance on dicey matters in real time like this is say less. Say less. Answer questions. Don't use it to accomplish teaching your kids some big thing when it's going on in the heat of the moment. Okay. So here's a couple of things I want y'all to remember. When there's instability in our world, okay, the kids need their grownups to be calm and stable above and beyond anything else, period. So the lowdown, number one, Safety. Kids just want to know their grownups are their safe harbor. So that's your number one agenda is 
kids come to you, they've seen things, they've heard things, somebody's gone to a place of we're a civil war is about to break out and we're all going to die. Um, okay. They come to you like that. What our job is, is to let the children know they are safe. They are children. They, we've got them. We are the grownups. It's our job to keep them safe. Period. End of story. First and foremost, safe and healthy. That's my job. I got you, babe. I've got you. Yeah. There's some scary things going on and some craziness there. And that's why the grownups are here. That's why we've got the police force. Now you could go into, yeah, good, you know, and if you're, you know, black person, you're like, police, please. I'm trying to teach my kids to how to behave because the police are the bad guys, you know, so I don't want the police to gun my kid down. Um, I hear you and I want you to assure your children that they get to be the children. The grownups are here to keep them safe. Now, when our kids become teenagers, what's the message? The message is, it's my job to keep you safe and healthy. And now you're a teenager. I can't be with you all the time. You've got a device. And I mean, this is how I talked about to you know, my kids, my sons, about porn. You've got a device in your hands where there are bad guys that can put things in front of your brain that you can never unsee, that will change the way you think, that can make you addicted to something unhealthy. And since I can't be with you all the time and you don't want me to be, you're at a stage of your life where you need to have more independence and freedom, I need to pass that baton to you in some of the ways. I need you to keep your brain safe. So we've got to put some boundaries in place to make sure that that happens. Do you understand? Like my job is to keep you safe. I take it super seriously. And I'm not going to tell you you can't have a device, but I need you to take this super seriously about what kind of messages are presented before you and what kind of boundaries you have in place. Right? So we are very clear that our job is to keep the people safe. And when they're younger than teenagers, we, we get to assure them of that, even when there's scary shit going on in the world. Did y'all hear my energy there? If you were my kid in that moment, you're like, okay, well, what is happening? Well, tell me what you've seen. What's, what, what, what does it seem like to you? And what do you think is the most concerning? Okay. You shift into, you assure them of safety and you shift into some fact finding. You're asking them questions. It's becoming a conversation. It's not you up on a soapbox teaching an agenda. It's going to become a two-way conversation, which they're going to take part in and they're going to buy into way more. Okay, so number one, safety. Our number one job is to let them know and assure them that they are safe. Number two, pause and manage your own anxiety and thinking first before accidentally, before accidentally downloading your fears onto your kids. So you say less. If you're still processing, you just wait for the questions and you assure them of safety. And if you're not ready to have a calm conversation, 
without downloading your fear and panic, if you haven't processed it, you tell your kids, yeah, I'm going to talk all about all of this with dad tonight because he knows a lot more about this than what I would do. Maybe you're the politic knower, politics knower in your family. You know what? I don't know all the details. I know what the media is showing us seems pretty crazy. And I know that the media, their job is to make sure that we keep their TV station on. And so drama sells. So they want to show us the most dramatic things. But dad does all the learning and her mom does a lot. She's She reads all this stuff. She follows it or her job really keeps her well-informed on these things. So I'm going to talk with her about what the real details are. And I got to you know, I got to learn more about it. And then I promise I will be here to answer all your questions or you can talk with dad with me, you know? Um, but yeah, we'll answer all your questions. We'll find the information. I just don't know it right now. And I don't really believe what I see on TV because I know they're running a business and they want to just show us the most drama. Um, okay. So, So give yourself some time and pause and hold space. And remember, you don't have to be the all-knowing parent. You can say that to your kids. I don't have all the answers. I have no clue. You know what? I I don't trust what I see on TV. So I wait and I'm going to ask, you know, I'm going to ask Allison. I'm going to ask Samantha. I'm going to ask dad. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make my kids respect me any less that I don't know all the info on current events. In fact, as teenagers, it's allowed them to feel like valuable family members because at dinner, when sometimes I'm getting a briefing of something major that's happening in the world, um, they get to chime in and they get to do the teaching and the educating and they get to feel super smart and awesome. And I'm like, really? That's going on? And then every once in a while, I'll get shamed, like, especially by my daughter. So Avery will be like, really, mom? You didn't know about that? It's a hurricane. It's all over. The-. I was like, no, I didn't know. Please, less shame, more informing. Just tell me what the deal is. Um, you can talk about all of it, okay? So safety first, pause and manage your own anxiety. Um, number three, turn off the news and have boundaries about what your kids hear and see, at least in your home. Does that mean never watch the no- news? No, it doesn't mean never watch the news. It means have your sources, but do not have that news going on the TV in the background of your house with all that sensationalism. It is not healthy for your kids to have that going on in the background. And um, it's not healthy. It kills magical thinking. Their job is to learn through play, to feel safe in the world. They have plenty of time. They have their whole lives to be grownups. They only have, I mean, really the first 10 years for magical thinking safeguard that like your life depends on it. Turn the news off. Okay. And number four, listen, ask questions, mirror, reflect back what you hear, connect the theme to something they can relate to. So after you've listened, after you've done one, two, and three, okay, and you really have been such a great listener, you really have done a good job of asking questions. You really have reflected and mirrored back and met them where they are on what they are thinking about the situation. Then you can connect the theme to a teachable moment, to something they can relate to, to talking about okay and not okay behavior or, you know, sore losers or bullies 
you know, never being willing to lose. Um, so yeah, so those, so in, in, so I'm recording this and I'm also including this in a, as a link and we send out uh, a mastermind parenting weekly email and um, where I share resources and write a little blurb about a topic. And this week I was writing about judgment leading to all things toxic. Okay. And if you would like to be on, get a weekly email from us, please email us at info at mastermindparenting.com, info at mastermindparenting.com, and we'll add you to that um, report each week, but it'll have a link to the podcast and I write a little something. And sometimes we have videos from our private, from, you know, our private mastermind. So anyway, um, so the toxicity, right? Like those maniacs storming our nation's capital this week were driven by judgment, judgment of the officials who are in a position to air quotes, trump the president's lies and adhere to the electoral process, okay? So those maniacs were listening to the president and they decided to storm the Capitol because their judgment led to blame and anger and unprecedented upheaval in our country. Okay, all of it toxic, unhelpful, uncivilized. And I know it's easy to judge back, right? Like it might sound like I'm judging back. However, that's not the solution, you guys. I don't feel like I have anything in common with a Trump supporting rioter, but I know that I've been driven in my life to blame and anger um, at different times when I believed in something strongly and my position was trumped. And since all change begins with awareness, like when we simply notice when we're judging others and we all do it and we ask ourselves, what am I really judging about myself here? Right? So, so looking at it deeper. Okay. And even once you've processed through it, like having a conversation with your kids, right? Like the first two things, holding space and safety, period, end of story. That's what you do. But then once you're like Aaron in the mastermind and Aaron in the mastermind, she said, she said that she, she said, um, she said that she's been speaking with her seven-year-old. Y'all heard she's been speaking with her seven-year-old. She's been for months. She's been a neutral party. Okay. So she's earned the right to go deep and teach lessons. She's not panicked about it. They, this has been an ongoing conversation. Okay. But don't go there during the heat of the moment. If it's the first time you've ever discussed it, your discomfort, anxiety, and agenda is going to bleed through. And your kids, it won't make your kids feel safe and secure. And that's the number one priority. Okay. So remember, you've got this. We're families that don't shy away from hard conversations and uncomfortable moments in history. We lean in. We hold space for ourselves. Um, we work on judgment. We work on the divisiveness in this country. Um, we don't 
have to have all the answers with our kids. We don't have to be the all-knowing parents. We can admit, I, I'm not sure. I need to, I need to learn more about that. We ask lots of questions. We listen more than we talk. We foster critical thinking in our kids by asking lots of what and how questions. And we encourage our kids to think for themselves. Okay. And this is how they grow up to be calm and confident grown-ups that solve problems and fight for justice in civilized ways, in civilized ways. So I hope this helps you with those conversations. Have a great week. Hey, podcast listeners, I wanted to tell you about our VIP Basics Boot Camp Program. And what this is, is it's a uniquely tailored parenting playbook and it's our ultimate VIP white glove one-on-one experience. This is something new that we just created last summer. We've taken through now about 10 families and they're getting huge results. It consists of the Mastermind Parenting Dream Team, which is me, Lindsay, our membership manager and our content librarian. She knows where all the resources are on every training you could possibly want. And then Amanda, who works as a mastermind mentor and also happens to be a very seasoned pediatric occupational therapist. And we work together to coach and guide you through a personalized roadmap specific to your family's journey. Of course, the goal is to reach our most challenging kids And we also want to help you become a connected family that truly gets along because I believe every human deserves that. So what will you get? Well, what about starting to take vacations instead of just trips, right? Like it's hard to take a vacation with a strong-willed child who's constantly moody and throwing temper tantrums. Um, We start by getting your child out of what we call defense zone right? Because you're really only as happy as your unhappiest child. So we help you get your child out of that place of defensiveness, acting like a dictator where everyone walks on eggshells. And we put you through this 12-week experience where we nurture you, you get, we get you out of overwhelm. It is a luxe VIP experience and we're very focused on supporting you, making it easy. There's no... Uh, website that you have to go log into. We sort of hand feed you all the resources you need. We give you tons of coaching and support. We also help you and your co-parent get on the same parenting page. And many people have described that as better than marriage counseling. So if you're interested in learning about the VIP ultimate experience, you can go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash VIP access. That's mastermindparenting.com forward slash VIP access. There's a video of me telling you more details about it. And there's lots that you can read about it and you can sign up right there from the page. So that's what I encourage you to do. If you know that 2021 is your year, your year to become a family that truly, truly gets along and is thriving. Love to see you on the inside.